you're listening to Dear Joseph, the podcast where we answer all your financial questions. This is a pure conversation podcast. Disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor and nothing I say should be considered as financial advice, but purely for entertainment purposes. This week's question comes from Zachary B. Zachary B. writes, Dear Joseph, how much of my earnings should I invest and how much should I save? There are two things to think about in regards to this question. One is, what are your goals? And second, what is your individual circumstances? So let's start off with your goals. I could think of really three general areas which all other things might be related to when it comes to goals for your money. One would be you know, long-term like retirement. A second thing would be a little more short-term, which is for larger purchases like a house or a a car. And then I would say another thing is is to save against inflation. Um, the importance of saving against inflation is every year your money gets devalued by 2% on average, which means if you make a dollar, next year it's going to be worth 98 cents. So just by putting it in the bank, you don't really save much. And in fact, you, it takes somewhere to get like 1% at a, uh, at, at a large, uh, at a bank on your, in your savings account, it would take somewhere around a million dollars to get 1% a year. And you're still losing against inflation. Inflation is something really important to think about when it comes to investing. I'm not to say necessarily that small sums, you won't see a difference in the short term, but definitely in the long term, large sums might make a difference. So that's something to think about. Now, it's true safer investments can counteract that they're opposed to investing in the market. Certain types of bonds um, will pay high enough percent return or will, or are, are given specifically um, to counteract inflation. Um, tax becomes a little tricky, but you could. I think anyone. I think it's possible to figure out how to invest in safer investments against inflation. But I think there are bigger questions that might make you consider um, investing and saving. I I think retirement and big purchases are something important to think about. When it comes to retirements and big purchases, I think that's a little more long term. And I think you need a little more bigger strategy than, you know, safe bonds and whatnot. I think they have a very useful retirement calculator on nerdwallet.com. I'll put it in the description. But the gist of the retirement calculator is it tells you, you know, how much you have, ask you how much you have in savings now. How much do you plan on investing monthly what is your current income slash the income you're looking for when you're retiring and this while this might not be the you know obviously circumstances are changed maybe you'll get a raise or maybe you know that's you lose your job or something like um the, it'll help you kind of think about in your current situation where are you what what is your long-term plan some things to think about are you know average returns Take, for example, let's say you save $50 a month for 12 years. So you'll, if you do that for 12 years, assuming a 7% um, you know, um, uh, average growth per year, you'll end up with somewhere around $130,000 in that investment. Now, there's a significant difference, though, between the earliest investment and the last investment. But the last investment only go up 5%, the last $50, the first $50 will be multiplied by close to 50% over a 40-year time period. 
you assume a safer, uh, you know, a less aggressive investment that markets won't you know grow as much as they used to, then you'll still end up with somewhere around a, a seven set a seven times your original amount of money. So that original fifty dollars you put away is now worth over three hundred and fifty dollars. In the second model, I'll put the two models in the description below if you're looking on our website to kind of see how 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 a dollar would grow over time. But the point is that saving earlier is is more important for your long-term savings. That's not to say that it's worthless to you know to save later and to, and 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 to wait longer and to not to discourage someone from investing. You know, as they get closer to their goals, what it what it is is it tells you that to get to your goal, the earlier you jump on it, the better. Obviously, there are different degrees also of investment and in where you put your money, but this growth model is based off of the average return on the market. As I note in my articles and previous podcasts, it's probably best to find a market mirroring. Uh, investment, you know, ETF or mutual fund. There's a book that I recommend called The Richest Men in Babylon. The gist of the book is that uh, a guy learns to save or get himself out of debt by by um, by saving 10% of his income. And the idea is that is to have your money work for you. Um, there are also some good ideas, you know, a couple chapters there about how to get out of debt. Uh, very useful, but not for these purposes, for the purposes of our discussion. But in terms of savings, the the idea is that is to live below your means, and to, and and to save a significant portion of your income, whenever you make money. Um, obviously, the ten percent isn't nece- isn't you know definitive, but you should take a look at you know the cal- at that nerd wallet calculator. Try to assume, like, so for your goals of retirement, for your goals for a house, for a car, what what should you be looking for? What kind of long-term investment, you know, do you need to be able to reach the goals of safely um, being comfortable in retirement? Meaning by calculating how much you'll need for retirement, you'll be able to calculate how much you need to save on, you know, now and the, remember, the earlier you save, the bigger impact it'll make on your long-term investment. So by having your money, you know, essentially work for yourself, that it's not just laying around, it's not just, it's not, laying around is, is also bad because it's gets devalued, but it actually grows into something bigger. So that is a very useful tip and skill. Now, obviously, as mentioned before, there are things like personal circumstances, right? You know, obviously not everyone's always in the best of circumstances, and, you know, I barely getting by on their salary. But what it means is to be in the mindset that if you do happen upon other co- income or if your circumstances do improve, you should train yourself to be able to save and live below that. By living below your means, you'll be able to have a better long-term uh, aspect on your investment. Now, with that savings in mind, it seems that the most convenient way to invest is the market is to invest in the stock market and ETFs. Um, you can build your business, you, you know, build businesses, you can invest in real estate, but all those are complicated, m- more risky, and more time-consuming. The market, you know, seems to have a, a historic return of 7%, you know, maybe 
five percent yeah it really depends how you calculate it you know how you weight it what you consider the market um so it's it's, it's not such a simple science but it's safe to i think it's safe to assume that economy is going to continue uh, to grow things are going to get better um, companies are going to get more efficient etc etc so i think the stock market is a, is a particularly good way to bring your place to bring your money and that's opposed to also things like bonds because as you mentioned earlier not necessarily it's a bad idea to have any of your portfolio in bonds but bonds will sometimes lose you against inflation even if you find something close to inflation uh, to offset inflation you'll have to one save more and two you might lose out on taxes so in summation of what we were saying i think that when you're looking to save money whatever large sums of money you're planning on saving for the long term um, because you're going to be battling inflation i think it makes sense to whatever to that for that sum and to be uh to be in the market and to be continually built upon with some sort of regular investment there are different useful tools and ways to invest for example if you use a lot of a lot of different uh, investing platforms they'll reinvest your dividends and you'll get fractional shares or things like Robinhood, there's potential for fractional shares. So you don't have to worry so much about not being able to afford, let's say, a you know, a full share of something. Let's say it's a two hundred dollar ETF and you only have fifty dollars right now. So you could you could still just buy fractional shares. And besides the battle against inflation, there's the there's the point about about it'll be harder to reach your savings goals, your retirement goals, your long term financial goals, because savings even if you can figure out a safe investment like in bonds that'll be in inflation you'll still have to work around things like uh things like procuring more money meaning if you're not going to if your money isn't going to be growing then you're going to have to figure out a different way to make more money going forward which sometimes might even be harder than necessarily investing you also have to think about how can i live below my means what can I, I can afford so that I could save, so I can compile as much money as I can for small purchases, for large purchases. What do I need to save for? How much do I need to save on a regular basis based off of uh, a good suggestion is that calculator, um, the NerdWallet calculator. Based off of those goals, and you'll be able to decide, you know, how much do I need to invest in the long term so that I can feel comfortable in the future and be able to achieve my goals in the future. And then everything else, I guess, can either go into savings or investments uh, to compile even more money, to put yourself in a better position, to save yourself, you know, to have more, even more money in the future or to, you know, to be more aggressive in your short term or long term uh, goals, etc., etc. But I think I am recommending that for long term and even middle term, you know, large purchases like a house or a car, I think it makes more sense to invest i think it's very important to have an emergency fund and that that should take priority in the beginning over some sort of uh any sort of investing and obviously you have to determine based off of what potentially could happen you know what, what your circumstances are to what type of savings account you should have but after that i think it makes sense to contribute um, other things to the long-term investment accounts so that you can reach those goals that you uh that you have going forward. Thank you for listening. Please make sure to like and subscribe.